Hello friends, and welcome to the Minimalist Mornings podcast. This morning, we're going to be talking about receiving gifts. One of the most asked questions when I have posted minimalism question boxes on my Instagram is, how do you handle unwanted gifts for your child? I think the same question could be applied to any unwanted gifts, whether for your children or for yourself. It can be such an awkward thing, and I completely understand the struggle of not wanting to offend whoever gave the gift. As we continue through episodes, you're going to hear me talk about boundaries a lot. When receiving gifts, you are typically accepting more things into your life, into your space. Some questions to ask yourself before deciding what to do with the gift are, will I use it? Will my child use it? Do I have space for it? And does it serve a purpose in my home? If the answer to any of these questions is no, that is probably your indication that you do not need to hold on to the gift. That is you practicing setting a boundary for what you're going to let into your space. This is also where you can practice being confident in your preferences. Chances are high that the person you received the gift from will never know that you have returned, exchanged, or sold the item. But if they do, take it as an opportunity to explain why. Maybe there is a grandparent that is always bringing over new toys or goes above and beyond on birthdays and holidays. Maybe you have a family member who just can't help but pick up a souvenir for you whenever they travel. Or maybe you have a friend that has totally misunderstood an interest you have and continually gifts you things you don't need or want. I want to assure you that there is no shame in trying to keep your belongings to a minimum, play areas from becoming overcrowded, or in being intentional about only keeping toys your child will actually play with. So beyond having that potentially awkward conversation if and when someone notices you no longer have their gift and looping them in on what your preferences are, There are a couple of things you can do to prevent this from happening at all. Number one, keep a list of things you or your child might like. If you like the idea of being surprised, which makes total sense, maybe compile some categories instead of specific items. Things like sustainably sourced, garden, locally made, cooking, things like that. Can you tell what mine are? Two, Be proactive in sharing the list. If you'd prefer to not ask for things directly, have your significant other forwarded on to family, or you can include your child's list in a party invitation. And number three, encourage family to go in on more expensive, developmentally appropriate gifts that have a longer lifespan and that your child will actually engage with. I do not disagree that this can be an awkward scenario to navigate. In my experience, taking these steps has meant that the gifts I receive are often very in line with who I am, and the gifts my son receives are the things we can both get excited about having in our space. There was a bit of a running joke when I was pregnant because my husband and I communicated that we really didn't want battery-powered toys. Don't get me wrong, they are entertaining and will occupy a child for a long period of time, but we just didn't want the noise in our house. We communicated this early on, and as a result, have maybe been gifted a battery-powered toy once or twice. They were used for a short amount of time, and then we sold them. That is today's minimalist idea, but in the next episode, I will be continuing this thought and talking about giving gifts. So meet me back here in a few days, and in the meantime, find me on Instagram at Sancha Nicole, and let me know how setting these boundaries feels or is going for you. 
I wish you all the best.